The question is, are you a king of fools? That was Ed Guy, King of Fools, from their 2004 album, Hellfire Club. Nice to get some Ed Guy on the show for the first time. Before that, some Pretty Maids, playing them for the first time. When the Angels Cry, from their 1999 album, Anything Worth Doing is Worth Overdoing. Before that, Children of Bodom on different stages radio for the first time. The title track from Halo of Blood, that being Halo of Blood. They recently just celebrated an anniversary last week, June 7th. Actually, the same one goes for that uh, Pretty Maids track, that um, album, uh, Anything Worth Overdoing, or any sorry, Anything Worth Doing is Worth Overdoing. That came out the same day in 1999, June 7th that we're talking about. And then started that set off with some brand new Primal Fear. You heard Another Hero from their forthcoming album, Code Red, coming out September 1st of this year. Nice to see that Primal Fear is back and nice to have an opening set with bands that have, you know, getting their first spins on different stages radio. Hello, folks. I'm JJ. Hope you're well. Hope you're acceptable. Hope you're reasonable. How about we keep carrying on the show with some bands that have yet to be spun on DSR? Because, you know, there's so many bands. How about we do some Night Flight Orchestra?
I've been looking for an answer All my life I've been looking for what matters yeah. All this life I've been finding resolution All my life Waiting for the revolution Welcome back to Different Stages Radio. That was Ultraphobics. Don't know if you know Ultraphobics. You heard the track free from their only album so far. Um, That was a George Lynch experience with uh, Corey Glover from Living Color on vocals. George Lynch, of course, you know, Shred God, Lynch Mob, Dawkin, 
and all of his other stuff. KXM is a gooder too. So nice to get some other George stuff that you might not know, which included before that, The End Machine, another George Lynch experience. It's essentially almost kind of the, um, the Lynch Mob lineup to a certain degree. You got Robert Mason, who sang on the second Lynch Mob album, and you got Jeff Pilson on bass, and you have Steve Brown, uh, Mick Brown's uh, brother on drums. Steve Brown, also the current drummer for Tesla. So nice to play some, uh, the, again, the band is The End Machine. You heard the track, We Walk Alone, from their second album, Phase 2. And then before that, some brand new Extreme. Nice to have some brand new Extreme out. The album 6 is out now, available on CD and vinyl. Um, and that's a reminder. So when you go to differentstagesradio.com, I've said this a bunch of times, in Oregon, but perhaps you're new to the show, so I always have to keep that in mind. Maybe you're new, or it just slipped your mind. You can go to all the archive episodes you can see full track listings of everything that was played. And with that, when you click on each of those um, artists' song titles, it will redirect you to the possibly the Amazon.ca, possibly CD Japan, and possibly Scrape Records. All three of those currently, anything that you purchase through those sites directly helps different stages radio from, you know, buying new gear to hopefully getting a better space to, to just general improvements, paying for hosting, paying for licensing fees that we do, because again, it's important for me to make sure that the bands are getting paid. So this is, um, you know, we're, we're set up through SoCan and want to give a shout out to SoCan for being supportive to different stages radio. So keep that in mind. Those, those, um, links are active. And yeah, there, there are many cases, it's not a lot that we get, but every little bit does help. And it shows those third parties that we are kind of worthy of, um, of their presence. So please, that would be great. So you can get the extreme album six on CD and vinyl through different stages radio. And the crucial thing is those links are the ones that directly help just going to those respective sites other than scrape records. Of course, you can go there directly in order, whatever you like, that is ideal. But anything like, say, CD Japan or Amazon.ca, those we get a small percentage of, very small, but it's still very supportive. And it shows that the work that's put in on the site to create these links and so forth is worthy of the time involved. Anywho, before that, Night Flight Orchestra, nice to have something else. And again, another band that was uh, played for the first time on different stages radio. You heard Moments of Thunder from the album, Sometimes the World Ain't Enough. And what's interesting with Night Flight, Night Flight Orchestra, a lot of you may know them. They're kind of a super group with members from Arch Enemy and, and Soilwork. Just a, just a good fun band. Very kind of retro, but more of a like a 70s rock anthem vibe. Kind of got a bit of the, the Kiss, the Queen, that kind of thing. But I found, and it was bugging me for a while, like what, what do I, what was hitting me about that track? And it was just a little while ago maybe actually maybe a year or so ago, I'm like, what's going on with that? There's that sort of lick. And again, I'm not a good, good Hummer kind of describer, but maybe one of you listening out there is aware of what I'm hearing. I hear Genesis squawk on there. Do you think I'm crazy? Do you think I'm kind of mentally defective? Sorry, I meant squawk. What am I thinking? Squawk, squawk. Genesis squawk. Check it out. The rhythm part kind of in the chorus is very much like the like the guitar parts, like that that sort of that that melody that pulls you in. 
kind of the same. And I guess maybe subconsciously, that's what drew me in. But again, their, their albums are quite good. So check out some Night Flight Orchestra. You know, just little little tidbits of, of information, because that's what I would like to provide for you. Just like I want to provide you reminders as well of our contests. Two shows going on contest vibe right now through our friends at F7 Entertainment Group. Giving away of tickets to Sumac at the Fox Cabaret in Vancouver on June 21st. The winner will be notified next week. Go to differentstagesradio.com for information on how to win tickets. Same goes for Nita Strauss at the Rickshaw Theatre in Vancouver on July 2nd. You can also win tickets to that. And in the coming months, a little quick forecast on some contests. There'll be some Steve Vai tickets we'll be giving away. Pretty exciting. The Dead Daisies, uh, Beast in Black, and more to come. So we're getting some people that are interested in doing some promo on Different Stages Radio, which is pretty damn cool. So let's keep moving. How about we go Prague? How about we go some Spock's Beard on Different Stages Radio?
Welcome back to Different Stages Radio. There's some of the prog element of the broadcast. Spun you some brand new Voivod, some re-recorded Voivod. That was Nuage Fractal, the 2023 version from their forthcoming uh, album Morgoth Tales coming out on June 21st. You can find the original version of Nuage Fractal on their 1991 album Angel Rat. Before that, some... um, what was it? Shadow Gallery. Yeah, Shadow Gallery for the first time on Different Stages Radio. Room 5 from their fifth album. You heard the track, the, uh, the Andromeda Strain, and started that set off with Spock's Beard, Submerged, from their album Brief Nocturnes and Dreamless Sleep. Good times. Good prog. How are you doing? You, you hanging in? Some new stuff? Some different stuff? Hey, so... I'm going to be away next week, but I didn't want to leave you deprived and denied with your DSR fix. So I'm putting together a special episode, the first kind of themed episode, which I, which I kind of want to do one once in a while where it's something, you know, that there's kind of a, a theme. So there will be a themed episode next week and I will announce what that theme is towards the end of today's broadcast. How about that? a themed episode for your pleasure. I shall move on. I want to play something from uh, that also had an anniversary last week, Faith No More Angel Dust. Such a good album. So good. I argue with a good friend of mine. We have, we butt heads all the time. He's always about King for a Day, which is again, bitching album. I'm like, yeah, that's a really good album, but Angel Dust is better. And we bicker and go back and forth. Let me know what yours is. How about you hashtag different stages radio? And let us know what your favorite Faith No More album is, or favorite Faith No More track is, or favorite Faith No More moment is. But Angel Dust, for myself, it also comes with a story. You know, and I was looking at the date. I'm like, yeah, June 8th, 92. And I remember uh, in July of 92 was when I first started working in record stores. And the store I worked at, if you're from the British, uh, British Columbia region, and you were, you know, a part of this area in the... 70s, 80s, 90s, early 2000s, you're very well aware of A&B Sound. That's where I spent a little over two years getting my feet wet in the biz. Back in the day when they would do, you know, record release parties, uh, the labels would have a spring extravaganza, fall one, you go to a bar or a club or something around town and they would have a special event where they premiere and preview 
all the upcoming releases for that quarter. They'd feed you. They'd get you all hammered. They'd give you free stuff. So, you know, that was a different time. Unfortunately, those things don't really happen anymore. It's a lost case. But what brings me back to Angel Dust is I didn't get it on release date, but I know that I had it before I started working at A&B. So about a month later was when I started sometime in July. So sometime, I guess, in June, maybe maybe it was today. Maybe it was. Uh, I remember buying Angel Dust and and for myself, that's my, was the last album that I recall buying before I started working in record stores. Just some crazy things that I remember and I don't know, just, I, I, I like those things. They're, they're, they're sort of like little diary things. So how about we do it? Let's go into some Angel Dust. This is Faith No More, Different Stages Radio. <laughs> Oh! 
adding yet even more variety to different stages radio. That was The Ocean. You heard Sub-Atlantic from their most recent album, Hallucine, that just came out last month um, in May. So check out The Ocean, first time as well on different stages radio. Before that, Soen, Unbreakable. They have a new record. Soen have a new album coming out September 1st through Silver Lining Music. So keep tuned for that. The new album will be, uh, be called Memorial and started off that set in anniversary mode for Faith No More. Angel Dust came out June 8th, 1992, and it was nice to play some Faith No More on the broadcast. Wanted to let you know, well, again, if you're listening clearly, thank you very much. And I appreciate that, but perhaps you're not listening the way you'd want, or maybe, you know, a friend that's wanting to check out the show. So it seems I'm finding out that it looks like the show is pretty much available now on all streaming platforms, except for, and by choice, I'm not a Spotify dude. So I, I apologize if that offends you or affects you because I'm not wanting to alienate anybody. But again, I'm really about wanting to support the bands and promote physical product as I've always done, talking about actual tangible things. So... You know, for the most part, I would say 80% of this show, if not more, I'd say 90% of the show, I'm, I'm ripping CDs all the time. The only time I'm not is when I'm premiering an upcoming uh, release that isn't out yet. And then once I do have it, and when we go deeper into those albums is when I'll have the physical albums. So I'm not big on the stream only idea. I like the idea of having these platforms as options to expose yourself to new stuff. And there's a lot of ways that a lot of those platforms can help in that matter. It'd just be nice if some of those paid the artist a bit more. So I'll leave that topic at that. So you can listen to different stages radio now on Apple podcasts. The ideal way is just directly through the different stages radio website you can also find it through um, Google Play now. It's It seems it's kind of almost everywhere, which is really, really cool. So I now move on. You might have thought, hey, is JJ forgetting about the Indie Spotlight? No, 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 no. We're now going into Indie Spotlight mode. And I want to touch on the Mighty One. Do you know the Mighty One? Tim Steinreck spearheads that band. Really good dude. He works really hard. He's promoting promoting the band worldwide they've done stuff everywhere he's always out pimping and getting people aware dripping in in uh, enthusiasm is tim he's got some good guys working with him um he's again put out a lot of stuff so check out his uh, the mighty one band camp page there's also uh the latest two releases torch of rock and roll which we will start uh, i will play some of that in a bit but I'm going to go to their um, Euro reissue of the self-titled The Mighty One album. And um, you can get both of those through the Scrape Records site. There'll be links as well through the playlist portion of this episode on the Different Stages Radio site. So let's get going with some... This is The Mighty One from, again, the self-titled album. This is Bitten, The Mighty One, Different Stages Radio.
There you have it. Some The Mighty One is part of the weekly indie spotlight on Different Stages Radio. You just heard Burden from the most recent Mighty One album, Torch of Rock and Roll, available now, physical product, through the Scrape Records website and also through the Mighty One's Bandcamp page directly. And uh, that track also featured on Scrape Records, the label volume two sampler, and vinyl and CD sampler that is. Uh, you can get, there's a couple copies available if you go to the Scrape Records site. Yes, you can get them for very, very cheap. There's a really nice vinyl edition and CD edition. You can get them as a package or individually. Something you might want to have for the collection. There's a lot of a good variety of British Columbia bands uh, and some Washington bands on there as well. Um, yeah, there was a good good amount of product and bands and uh, variety on that comp. And um, before that, Burden Track by The Mighty One, you heard Bitten from the self-titled European version of uh, the reissue of The Mighty One album featuring um, members from the Devin Townsend Band slash Devin Townsend Project. We're talking about uh, Dave Young, Mike Young, Ryan Van Poudroyen on drums. That self-titled album was mixed by Devin Townsend. I think you know some of those dudes. So yeah, check out The Mighty One. Good times, good tunes, good melodies, good production. The Mighty One. Okay. Indie Spotlight, check. Metal, check. Torch of Rock and Roll, check. Hey, let's keep going with something regional. There's this band, Dead Quiet, making a, making some waves. They got a show coming up in Vancouver uh, later this month in June 24th, I reckon. Let's check out some Dead Quiet. Different Stages Radio.
dripping with feel. That was Pride and Glory fading away from the debut and only Pride and Glory album featuring Zach Wilde, James Lomenzo, Brian Titchy. Great album. I hadn't listened to that in some time. And that, I just found that just crushing. That is so stinking good. Pride and Glory, check it out. Celebrating an anniversary as well, because you know it's Anniversary Central on DSR. So yeah, the um, Pride and Glory album released 29 years ago, June 7th, 94, Pride and Glory. So nice to spend some of that. Played you some, um, some brand new Royal Thunder. They got a new record coming out. Also played you some Budgie, Guts Budgie from the debut Budgie album released this past week in 1971, The Budge, and uh, started that set off with some Dead Quiet, Vancouver's own Dead Quiet, going to be playing um, an album release show coming up this June on, or uh, June, yeah, June uh, at the Rickshaw, oh, I'm suddenly not remembering when, so what do I do when I don't remember? I can go to the Different Stages Radio site. I can go to the events page. What a concept. I click on it. I see all these shows. I see all this information. I scroll around and I look, okay, what do we got going on in June in our area? We got uh, Cynic and Atheist. That's coming up on the 20th. We got Sumac, again, giving tickets away to that on the 21st. Uh, Soraya. Oh, Dead Quiet. There it is. Album release party. What's going on here? Okay, Dead Quiet. Album release with Heavy Trippin' Needs, June 24th at the Rickshaw. You can find official, again, ticket links, not again through mystery organizations. These are legit tickets through the actual people putting on the show. Uh, so yeah, you can find all that information on the Different Stages Radio site. Uh-huh. Easy, easy. So we're winding down. Okay, I'm going to, I'll get to it now. So I'm going to be away, like I mentioned earlier in the show. I will be away next week, but I didn't want to leave you without a show. So I'm going to put this together, this new show, in advance in the next couple of days. So you have it in time for next Tuesday. It's going to be um, something more for for you to think about. And perhaps, um, oh, there's going to be some bitching and moaning because there always is. There has to be. Well, how did you forget that? Because that's usually where... Us hard rock metal folks go, you know, we can have these lists that are pretty, in, pretty intense, but there's always looking for what's not there or what was missed or. So what I'm working on is I'm going to put together what I'm going to call my favorite solos, guitar solos in a song. So by that, I mean, not instrumental songs and it's not about who's shredding the fastest, who's just ripping. My criteria for the list, because again, it's my list, so I get to decide. So when I was kind of getting this idea and putting it together, on a side note, I'll say I'm more of a drum guy first. I've really, really always been really heavily about drums. I love drums. Drums would be my number one, but I really like guitar. I like all instruments. But with my solo list, I've always been a fan of of a nice melodic guitar solo, particularly those that have a beginning, a middle, and an end. Some really cool runs, some really cool space, some really cool dynamics, 
And a big part of that is when the rhythm section can really help elevate that solo. So it's not just all of a sudden some guy or girl comes in and rips a thousand miles an hour. There's no melody. There's no purpose. It's just speed. Who cares? Dial in, dial out. It's just an afterthought. There's no putting this together with the band. And I find that often and, and have really noticed that much, much more, well, for a long time, but even more so these days. Again, it's a lost art for one. And those solos are huge for me as far as those melodic solo. And I find that when I was getting these ideas of songs, it was hard for me not to go back to, you know, the things that hit you when you're young. Like those, those I find are the influences and in bands that I still listen to to this day. And if it's not bands like that, they're bands like that. So even though I'm always looking for new music and new bands, we always go back to our anchors, the things that got us into music, or at least for me, that's how it works. So I look at, there was, um, and I think that's for most of us, you know, your early, well, kind of through your teens, maybe even like 10, 11, 12, some stuff started hitting you, maybe cracking into your early 20s. Not this stuff can't after. Again, by the way, I'm 50. I'm 300 years old. I've been, again, buying music forever, and I'll, I'll do it forever. I listen to stuff that I was listening to when I was 7, 8, 9. And fortunately, a lot of those bands when I was 7, 8, 9 are still putting out albums, and I still follow those bands. And I will, and I will continue to do that because that is what I do. So those bands that really made an impact, I find that when I was putting this together, it's like, oh, the core of this solo list would be stuff that would be um, in its heyday or brand new when I was primarily maybe between about 13 and 18. Some stuff a bit before that, some stuff a bit after that. Not that it doesn't mean that there's anything newer that's worthy. doesn't mean that there's anything that's even older that's worthy. But I think these things made a big impact because I was in that bracket and should be similar to yourself. So I will say even more so with that, because I get really excited putting these lists together. I just, I just get really, yeah, I get, I have a lot of fun with it. So as I get sidetracked, putting this list together means melody. It means um, songs and, and, and artists that I remember. And now I'm getting, I'm, I'm getting too excited and I'm forgetting where I wanted to go. And I don't want to this show to become something that I think about. Again, I, I spend time thinking about it. Of course I do. But I don't want to get to the point where I, when I'm doing these little bites that it's like, oh, I'm going to punch in this or record it again. I'm going to make mistakes. I'm going to say an album title wrong. I'm going to say it came out this year when it didn't. I'm going to forget a key member in a band. I don't claim to be the gospel. Maybe close. I try. The effort is there, but if you're just going to be listening to go, oh, he missed that and he forgot that, well, you're going to be listening a lot because there's going to be a lot of missing and a lot of forgetting. I'm not going to be spending my days creating notes like there's forever. So I want this to be more off the cuff as much as possible as I digress. So there's going to be the solo show. I'm really excited about it. I hope you're excited about it. Oh, that's reminding me. So yeah, so about age brackets, I wanted to touch on that. That I have friends that are younger, some friends that are older. And I find that, you know, that again, those things that were hitting you in your teens, if you were just a bit younger or a bit older, you might 
miss an era or slightly not understand perhaps the era. It doesn't mean that you're, you're dumb or anything. It's just, you weren't there. So you don't know. I can't pretend that I know what it was like when Rush first came out. Cause I don't. Rush is my favorite band of all time. But for me, when they were really hitting me was in the eighties, even though I first heard their stuff or most of it from kind of the late seventies, but that's a side topic. But as far as when it's a brand new album and you're hearing it for the first time of something that came out at that point, again, you can still find something brand new um, that you haven't heard ever that came out in the fifties or sixties right now. It's still fresh to you, but I'm, I'm, I was again finding as I'm carrying this on, cause that's what I do. Sometimes I carry things on is that list was that kind of 13 to 18 period. So we can talk more about that or I will during the solo show next week, which I'm really excited about. I will wind things down as we're winding down and I'm yapping a lot. I think right now, have you heard of black Sabbath? They had some, um, Anniversary? No, really. They had an anniversary. They had an anniversary of two things. I'm going to play them now. We'll talk about it later. And thank you for listening. Here's some Black Sabbath from the Forbidden album. Different stages. Radio. Yeah. 
shot a sabbath for you as in black sabbath peace of mind you heard from the final black sabbath album or the currently known as the final album 13 
You heard Peace of Mind from CD2 of 13. That was released 10 years ago. Where did that go? 10 years old. 13. Already. Before that. And this was interesting too. Yeah, so on the same day, June 7th, but in 1995, Black Sabbath released what was then the final album, Forbidden, with Tony Martin. I played you Get a Grip. So that was kind of, uh, I thought, a little bit interesting that there was such the gap. Yeah, there was the uh, reunion album in there, um, Black Sabbath. But as far as full-on studio albums go, released, you know, uh, what, what is that? Let's do some math here. 18 years apart. To the day, Black Sabbath Forbidden and 13. A little interesting piece of trivia, sort of, kind of, maybe. Hey, reminder again, I told you how there's um, all the track listings and you can buy crap. Well, another way you can buy crap is if you go to the Different Stages radio site, there's all the little charts. And by little charts, I mean there's newish releases, upcoming releases, um, overlooked albums, recent spins. All those albums are also available for purchase. So that was, you know, I know not very subtle, but hey, we always need more stuff. And if you're looking to buy some stuff and you're also looking to support this station and this show and myself, there's a way you can do it while also getting yourself some stuff. Okay. I'm winding down the show, reminding you again, the solo show next week. Very excited. Very excited. It's going to be a lot of songs. It was really hard. I know I'm going to go and put it together and go, how did I, how did that totally evaporate from my brain? I'm going to have that moment. I know I am. I'm going to go, oh no, no. I'm going to do it. I know I'm going to do it. And I'm freaking out. I'm going to lose sleep because I'm going to miss. The, how did, how did I forget? Never mind you saying, how did you forget? I'm going to say, how did I forget? Because it's my list. Okay. I will calm down. Slave to the grind. Skid Row. Skid Row coming to Vancouver with Buck Cherry in October. If you didn't know touring all over the world right now. Nice to hear that Eric is doing better. If you don't know Eric Ronwell, the, the current vocalist and hopefully the last and final permanent vocalist of Skid Row, guy is really, really good. If you've um, seen anything he's done, like he does a lot of uh, tracks on his own. He'll cover some hard rock and metal classics and throw them up on YouTube and the guy does a really great job. But it's one thing to kind of do it in your studio, but to see some of this, you know, raw phone footage of that people have shot at shows that have been posted. The dude's good. So if you haven't checked out Eric, and if you haven't checked out the new Skid Row album, it is also a worthy purchase. I was a little hesitant at first, but it is really good. I, I suggest that you purchase it here or purchase it on the site. Even the gang's all here, Skid Row, but Slave to the Grind, which was a very, very fine album that came out in 1991. And like I mentioned earlier in the show with Angel Dust, Faith No More coming out in June of 92, which was, again, when I got it was a couple weeks to a month before I started working at A&B Sound, the first record store I ever worked at, which reminds me, Skid Row, Slave to the Grind, I think was the last album I bought when I was living in my hometown of Kenora, Ontario, little hole in the dirt, which I will be seeing perhaps soon. I think so. Anyways, Kenora... I uh, moved from there in the summer of 91, 
drove out to Vancouver and never left. Well, I've left the city to visit other places, but never moved away. So that's where, again, if you're listening to the show for the first time, Different Stages Radio broadcasts from Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Skid Row Slave to the Ground was a big deal for me. It still is a big deal for me. And a good friend of mine, we argue all the time about what is the killerest, the most killerest ballad on the record. And he always goes, it's wasted time, which is great. We both think In a Darkened Room, good song, but not the best song. But I've always been more of a quicksand guy. He's like, no, wasted. I'm like, no, wasted's great, but quicksand. And he's like, yeah, but wasted. And I'm like, no, but quicksand. So again, my show, I win. This week, we're ending with From the Slave to the Grind album, Quicksand Jesus. Thanks for listening. I'm JJ. Solo show next week. Solos shred. And uh, yeah, thank you very much. We'll see you again soon. Bye-bye for you.